Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here. And today, really, I just wanted to go on another one of my tangents and talk about philanthropy and giving back to our community. It's always been something that I think is was ingrained in me to just help other people. I like giving back and I love being able to contribute to something and knowing that those tiny little actions that I did well the time that I took out of my day is going to change the world in one tiny little little movement and even if it's just me even the tiny actions that I may do as one individual it can still create waves it may not be a big one but if I including other people from around the world and in my community and those around my I can we can all make an impact and I think that's just such a beautiful concept that maybe alone you stand and your actions may not be so influential as like Taylor Swift or Mr. Beast or Drake or Ariana Grande you can still do something in order to change the world one action at a time. And I love that idea. And because I do also love helping people. That is quality that has been in my ingrained in who I am. I feel like since the moment I've been born. And I think about what it means to give back. And the philanthropy and the idea of volunteering and why we do it. And it just seems so hard to manifest or create goodness or the willingness for someone to do something out of the goodness of their heart it's you can't really manufacture it you can't force anyone to do something that they don't want to do that's just how humans are you can't make anyone do something unless they want to do it point blank period that's just how it is for every situation love improvement life relationships it's just how it works you can't get someone to do something unless they want to do it themselves and that also includes helping out in your community volunteering all those types of things a lot of people are not going to do it just because they're only looking out for their own self-interests which makes sense because we're all self-absorbed and to an extent I know I am and that's not a bad thing either because protecting yourself is also a priority and it should be. And you should also care about your family and those around you and make sure that they're getting the help they need and they're getting taken care of first before some random stranger or some starving ki- ch- child, you know, on the opposite side of the world. You're going to want to take care of your own first. It just makes sense. But to an extent, I think that our volunteering idea has just become so transactional that we're not even really thinking about what it means to even volunteer in the first place. Sure, the sure they're volunteering and that's like a person there to help with, with whatever, but the, the intention behind it isn't really what's happening. You're getting the work out of it, but the intention behind that person's work isn't to help really the cause, but really to get service hours in order to graduate or to do a resume or to have a better application, all these things. And I just remember thinking like, That doesn't seem like any personal development for the individual who's volunteering, does it? Every so often, I um, go volunteer at Habitat for Humanity, and I started that when I came to college freshman year, and I got introduced to it um, from my health organization, AMSA. And the first time I went, I was just so inspired 
to do good. It is a, an organization, a nonprofit that helps build homes for families in need and people that need a home. And I, as a student volunteer, you go and you are literally building a house. You're building the drywall or you're putting up the planks of fences or stapling in the roof or putting in window panes or painting the roof and the outside wall or the interior. You are building a house with your own two hands along with other students in your organization. And it's such a beautiful thing to witness. I remember uh, they had asked like a group of us like, oh, does anyone know how to work a drill? And I was the only person who rose my hand because my dad um, growing up would want me to do like actual house projects instead of hiring people so he taught me how to use a drill and I got to use a drill and I got to build this fence for one of these houses and that was my freshman year and now I see it and it's completely built and someone's living in there there's a car parked in the driveway there's a basketball hoop there and toys and it's so crazy to think that I put effort like I made part of that that house that home that someone is living in I made part of that that's just such an incredible feeling and I love that. I, th- I just It makes you feel so good. And I remember feeling so amazing knowing that I was helping someone change their life. And then I started doing this. Right, I started doing this on a regular basis, just going in and volunteering and taking time out of my day to just give my time and make the community around my college better. And I loved that. And then I got to talk to one of like, the head coordinators of the organization and then I and how like when they pick out applicants they make sure that they also put in a certain amount of hours to build houses for them and the uh, houses that they work on isn't necessarily the one they're going to live in someday it might not even be the one you live in someday as long as you're like working on the house and they also make you go to financial literacy classes and make sure that you get a good job and they help you all with that and I just remember thinking like that's so cool they're not just like picking someone random off the street and just placing them in a house no they're you know, making sure that the people that get them deserve them and earn them and want to keep it and want to be better people. I love that idea that you're not just building a home, but you're building these individuals that be like, here's a house for you. You know what it took to build it. Now you know how to maintain it. Now let's help you be an individual who's a contributing individual in society, a citizen of this country to help further us into our human progress. I absolutely love that. And I remember I came home and I talked about my experience with my mother and she told me that Habitat of Humanity is not a local organization. It is a national organization and is for the same causes the one that I was building in my college town. I thought that was so cool. I absolutely was blown away that the tiny little things that I was doing was making an impact. And one day, I was working on like the underside of this roof, and we were just filling in all the holes with this... um like glue basically with all like the staple holes and make sure it has a flat surface for when they put on the wood and there were these two girls they were over on the kind of the same side of the house as me and we were just talking and she was like oh my gosh I feel so bad for these people they're gonna be living in a house made made from children and my first thought was like I really guarantee you that that is not the first thought that they are thinking of 
they are definitely so grateful and so full of gratitude and thankfulness and feelings of overwhelming like joy that they're not even thinking about what who made the house they're thinking about oh my god I just had a house a roof for my children to live under a place that we can call home that's what they're thinking of they're not thinking about if the roof or if there's shoddy work being done around the house because it's not it's being you know supervised by people who are in these organizations like as a job no they're not thinking about that at all I just I remember thinking that that was such like a weird comment to say because it's like I mean that's not what that that's not crossing their minds what's crossing their minds is like oh my god I have a house now this is a home they're not gonna be picky about it they're gonna be so thankful that they got this opportunity to find a place to call their own I love that and that girl just when she said that I remember being just like so turned off like by that like I don't know why I mean you could obviously tell that like it just wasn't, you know, that's, like, obviously not the point that was being made in, um, like, those applicants, they're not going to feel that way. That was just, like, my first thing. And volunteering has just impacted my life so much and has made me want to be more caring and more helpful than I already kind of was. There's this funny story I just kind of remembered. It was, like, in elementary school, you know, how you used to have, like, snack time? and whatever, um, so my backpack, I used to have, like, my mom would always buy, like, the best snacks, you know, the mini muffins, cheeses, goldfish, um, pretzels, pretzel sticks, Chex Mix, uh, pirate booty, and the mini packages, and all that good stuff, and, um, one time, I brought in, and, you know, I, like, brought in, like, three packages because, like, I didn't know how hungry I was going to be. And one classmate of mine forgot their snack, and I was like, hey, do you want mine? And they're like, yeah, oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. Thanks. And um, everyone noticed that, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice, Jenny. And, like, the teacher noticed, too, and whatever. And um, eventually kids started just being like, hey, like, do you have any snacks that I can borrow from you? And, like, Obviously, I knew that they could get their own snacks from their own parents in their own kitchen. But for some reason, like, I thought it was, like, kind of cool that I was, like, providing snacks for myself and this one other kid. And then one kid turned into two. And then it kind of became almost half the class. (laughs) And suddenly, my backpack was just full of, like, snacks. It was just maybe one folder. And the rest of my huge Jansport backpack was filled to the brim with snacks. And I'm like struggling to zip it up only to like unpackage it all at my classroom. It's just like the funniest thing. Like imagining my like 10 year old self doing. I just think it's so funny. Like that giving aspect of myself that like didn't really care because it like I didn't feel selfish. I was totally fine with giving those things up. And I love helping people out when I can and try to do what I can to, I don't know, help people out when they need it. Because for the most part, in my perspective, I try to be the help that no one else has given me when I've been in that position. A lot of the times I'm that person that um, if I do need help, it's really hard for me to ask. Or if I do ask, I don't really get that support that I need. Like just recently when I went to go um, visit my family over the weekend I had to take a plane and then I got back and I was at the airport at like 10 10 
And I was trying to get an Uber and a Lyft. And I kept getting canceled like five, six, ten times. Not even joking. By Uber saying there was just no one in the area. Lyft, same thing. And it was crazy. I've never had this happen to me before. And yet I was at the airport for like almost an hour and a half. Still couldn't get anyone to pick me up and I'm texting friends and I'm calling people and I still can't seem to get any answer. Eventually I did. But the point is, is that like a lot of the times when I'm put in a situation that I need help, don't really get it. So when I see someone ask for help, I try to be the person who helps. In my sorority, um, I was moving into my apartment the during the week that my sorority was doing rush and one girl posted on our like group chat like hey does anyone have any um eyelash glue that I can borrow I really need some and the rules that like they can't leave the house that's just how it is and I wasn't participating in that year for reasons and I was just in town getting my book supplies and I was thinking well um, I could run over to the Walgreens and I left my eyelash glue at home so I can buy a new one. She can, And then I can go over, drive over to the house, drop it off so she can use it. And then she can return it to me. So then it's a win-win. You know, I'll have a new one and she can borrow it. I literally did that. I, right after I got my books from the bookstore, I drove to the next, I like walked over to the, wall, the Walgreens right next there, CVS, got an eyelash glue and I was headed on my way to the soror- my sorority house to give this girl this newly bought eyelash glue before I went to go and move myself into my apartment that was on the way. And I got a text from her being like, oh, I was actually able to find it around the house, but thanks for offering. That is how much effort that I went into helping this girl. Another time I was in my dance company and she lived in the student dorms on like literally the opposite side of campus. But we had our practices in the rec center and it was at night. And I was thinking to myself, this girl, I am not allowing her to walk all the way across campus at night. Like that does not seem safe. And I made friends with her and I offered to drive her to every single practice. And I did. Because I used to live far away too, and I never got that. And I don't know. I just wanted to be nice and helpful. It's like being a girl in this world is already hard enough. Let me let's help have a girl help a girl out. So I did that. I'm just a helpful person. So when I think about philanthropy and I think about giving back, it's hard for me to like be around other people who um, like are volunteering with me, and they're just not putting any effort. They're just like standing around or doing nothing and like barely lifting a finger because there's like no supervisor around or they're like you know everyone around is just student volunteers and they're just talking or on their phone I'm just thinking like you're here and you're dedicating your time to be here yeah I get it it's for like points but still can you try to make an effort here like I know you're not getting paid but that's what volunteering work is that's the definition of it and I don't know. I just kind of like kind of frustrated. It's like that the mindset of just giving to give with nothing in return has been lost on this generation in some ways. It's just disheartening. It's like, has our humanity really been that selfish to only think about ourselves that much that we don't even think about our impact on others? And now I'm taking this environmental ethics class, which I did not give a crap about when I first started it but now with my professor being just hilarious in his the way he talks and the topics that we talk about even though it's not ever gonna like 
actually benefit me in terms of like my career because I'm going pre-med the information is still so valuable and still so like I want to know and I'm glad that I got to know about these topics about you know the environment and what it means that how we impact it and the different ethical theories that are involved and what it means to be a person in this world and our moral obligations and all these intricacies and I remember thinking like that's so like it actually does matter like our lives are more than just our own we do have a responsibility to ourselves and our fellow neighbors and our world and a duty to take care of it and to not abuse it and take advantage of the resources that we get to have but doesn't necessarily mean they're guaranteed for people in the future I was watching Mr. Beast videos and I have been subscribed to him for about, I don't know, maybe two years now. And I love his videos because you can see that the joy comes from the same joy that I get, which is helping people. When he gives away money and he's giving away a car, he's not like Oprah. He's not like, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. It's like... He wants to give it to you, and when he does, he genuinely wants to help you in your life. He's not doing it for clout. He truly gets joy from watching other people be happy from the help that he gives. He'd make such a great boyfriend if he ever found a girl, because, like, he would probably act the same way. He would live to make his girl happy, like... But that's on a different subject. It's just, I mean, there are videos, if you've never checked them out, it's like he will buy out an entire grocery store and donate all of that food to a food bank or a soup kitchen or a homeless shelter. He will build orphanages in South Africa. He will give out money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars during the COVID pandemic to help people that lost their jobs during lockdown. And couldn't provide for themselves because they lost their income. He goes above and beyond what a creator does. And I've watched his videos and saw that he's more than just a regular content creator. He's doing it just to like dance and shake their booty and make money. Like he wants to make a difference. And the way he found his outlet was through YouTube and was through social media platforms that create content. And then I watched this documentary about him that they created. Because I always wonder, well, like, logistically, how was he able to come up with all this money? How was he able to give it all away? Is he in debt? Is he even making any money? Well, turns out it's the ads in his videos that you have to watch, like, before and during and after the actual video. That's what gets him his money. And then the money that he gets from like the sponsors or the deals that he makes that sponsor his videos, that money that he supposedly is making from those brand deals, that is the actual money he's giving away to the people in the video. And he found a way to like cycle it in. It's like, it's like a positive business transaction. Cause like a normal thing would be like a scam. Like I remember in Gossip Girl, like there was this, this couple who pretended to have this um, like company that they would have investors invest in. And then that money actually was money they, they planned to pocket um, like for themselves. So in order to make up and pay back those first investors, they'd go to a second group of investors. And that money would go to pay for the first investors. And then it became this trap that you got stuck in. But it was a negative one. This one's like similar because it does deal with having 
the deal, the people he makes the deal with, he gives, that brand gives him money. But instead of him taking that money for himself, all the money that the deal people provide or pay him for actually goes to the people in the video he's making the video for. It's crazy. And then it's just this whole positive loop instead of a negative cycle of scamming. It's like the same concept. And I thought, that's genius. No wonder he was able to give away a million dollars in videos. Or 250000 100000 50000 10000 It doesn't matter. Like, this man has opened up, like, clothing stores, charity banks, all of these other things. That is incredible. He has planted over a million trees and that's only from when it was stated when the video was posted a year ago the documentary about him and I'm sure that he's planted a lot more since then and then he it's called team trees and then he also created another organization called team C's, where it's about dedicating to make money in order to provide for cleaning of our dirtiest beaches around the world like this man is here to change for the better, like, he is not interested in the materialistic things that, like, so many people are caught up in, like, a nice car, nice clothes, nice house, nice shoes. Everything about him just screams humble, and, like, he doesn't even want the money for himself. All he sees is this money is going to change someone's life. And I think that is incredible, the way that this young man, I mean, he started making videos at 14 on YouTube. And he wasn't, I mean, the idea of him being famous, it wasn't for fame itself. It was for the idea that he realized that the videos and the contents that he create bring smiles to his face, which is like kind of the single common ingredient that all entertainers have. The need to want to create in order to create joy. And I absolutely, it's inspiring that he used that because his nature isn't to do it for himself, but it's to help others. If you've ever just watched a couple of his videos, you'll see what I mean. And you'll see how, like, I just, like, got a glimpse into his life in that documentary and then also getting, also have been watching his videos on his main platform that backed up everything they were saying it gave me a fuller picture of who he was that just totally supports the fact that he seems like the most down-earth influencer ever I mean if Taylor Swift did the amount of philanthropic activity that Mr. Beast does and like involving his community like he's not just shoving money you know, to an organization and making them do all the work. No, he's out actually in like the middle of Oregon with like 290 other local volunteers that he um, recruited on Twitter to go plant over a thousand trees in that area. He goes out and does it. He flew all the way to, he flew to the location that had the dirtiest um, beach in the world and he cleaned up not one but two beaches in a video of eight minutes long had no ads I believe or maybe it was like two but this man doesn't just throw money he does it and he shows it and he proves it and he inspired me to care about the earth more believe it or not it's just so amazing the impact that that Jimmy has on us and Taylor Swift her influence as a superstar mega 
successful artist, if she just like did the same thing as Mr. Beast along with her singing career, good God, she would heal the world, I swear. She would totally heal the world. I mean, we already know that she has like basically taken our country out of a recession just by her tour alone this year. And she still managed to make more money out of it along with helping our country by injecting money into every single city that she has been on tour for. That is insane. The amount of influence this one woman has, this 34-year-old woman has on the world. Imagine if she and Mr. Beast just like combined forces. Good grief, we'd be unstoppable. I mean, we're combining Swifties with nerds and like... Like she, they, they, they healed the world. I mean, they get everything done with her, like master marketing skills and like engaging followers and his like entertaining persona, the way he is able to engage his viewers to stay to the end of the video and the way he talks and like this game show host, like mentality of like focus, engage it, like combine those two together. And like, you have a super machine of a human. And they could create some really amazing, powerful change. And the change that Jimmy's already done in his own career, in his own influence, is quite remarkable. It's very admirable and inspiring. And if I've almost shed a tear before in one of his videos, like it's, and because I mean, like he'll give away money and you're watching this like, person this random stranger he's doing it to like cry and they're like oh my god you're gonna change my life like I can pay off my bills or my student debt or whatever the case may be and you can you can seriously see this guy is crying along with him because of the way they're reacting to his act of kindness it is astonishing I just oh my gosh I just encourage everyone to try to be more giving and more give back than like what can I take because it's just so rewarding. And even then, you're doing something bigger than yourself. When he created Team Trees, he was able to come up with a logistic plan with this other YouTuber, Mark Rober. And they were able to make it so if you donate a dollar, that dollar is literally a tree. And it will be planted somewhere in the world at some certain time in some certain season. So, like, it is, like, the most like beneficial and it will grow up to be a full mature tree. Like they're making sure that when they when you donate that dollar that that tree has the best chance it can to actually make an impact in the long-term future of our earth. Like it's going to be planted and it's going to be the right species of of tree so it's not an invasive species. Make sure it's planted at the right time so it doesn't die. Make sure it has enough space and enough resources, enough soil so it grows. And somehow they made it that $1 is a tree. That's crazy to me. I think that's so cool. Like, I like from now on, I know I'm going to be tipping drivers. I know I'm going to be donating that extra dollar to that cashier that's saying like, oh, would you like to donate, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'll probably be doing that from now on. Because what is that to me? It's maybe just a couple cents. But to someone else, that is the world. And I've watched these videos of him just giving back in all these ways and just literally bringing grown adults to tears because of his generosity. And it's mind-blowing 
watching how what we might think as something that's not that impactful to us, but it's literally someone's entire future and world and life to someone else. I love that idea that we can be the heroes of someone else's story. We can be the person that saves another person's life. My closest experience I got to what Jimmy did is I got to be a part of packaging a million meals for hungry children all across the world in partnership with this church that I, my aunt is a part of, and she's actually like the head coordinator for this organization in San Diego. And I was like their MC and I was just doing announcements and encouraging everyone. But we packaged a million meals and it was incredible. And this is them, this past year is my second time doing it. And they've actually grown it. It used to be only, I believe, 500,000 two years before. And then they got more ambitious and they said, okay, let's double that. Let's do a million. Then this summer, we did actually 1.5 million meals in the course of two days which was actually only nine hours. I'm pretty sure they said we had over 20,000 volunteers around the San Diego area. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> the 20,000 people, like, that is a stadium of people coming to help change the world one meal at a time. That is the most incredible thing ever. Because like one child, one teenager, one parent, one mom, one dad, one uncle, one aunt, one person couldn't have done it alone. But then you add another and another and another times 20,000 and we were able to make this much amount of meals to give out to people in need. That is insane. And I don't know how this doesn't inspire you to be better and give back to your community, but I really hope it does. Because, like, if you're going to check out at McDonald's or wherever they do that whole, like, would you like to donate it? Just do it. Just do it. And that, that can be your tiny action that you do to give back to our world. Give back to what gave you life, which is this earth. It gave you life. So give back because... You may think that you're not in a position to do anything, but you are. And I think that is such a beautiful silver lining. That's really all I have to say, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Take care of yourself and stay safe out there.